Welcome to It's a Time. It's a time with the twins. Join us, Alan Lies, as we chatter over a platter about all the things that matter. Today, we're very excited um, because we have the lovely Dr. Kat on the potty today. Um, she is a local GP here in Bendigo who specialises or has special interest area in women's health. Mm-hmm. Um, she covers a lot about um, contraception methods yes um about um surgical and medical termination mm-hmm. and also about um sdis and SDIs, um, SDIs testing and cervical screening yes which is great info to know great info mm, to know very important. um not just the females but also males too yes to listen um to this episode dr cat is just a wealth of knowledge oh, and she also explains things that like they like she doesn't make you feel dumb no she yeah. does not make you feel dumb for not yeah. knowing stuff um, she talks a lot about some other places that you can go for help if you have an unplanned pregnancy mm-hmm. um, or dealing with mental health things around miscarriages, terminations, STIs, all of that stuff, um, mm. which is awesome to know because uh, we didn't know any of that no. before we came on the potty. Yeah, and she's very realistic about things and, um, yeah, we just love what she has to say. She's phenomenal. Um, the other thing is too, obviously, Dr. Kat is a medical professional and mm. knows her stuff and is on the potty as a medical professional. Um, not, however. Not just as herself. Yes. However, disclaimer. Um, make sure that you do talk to your own GP yeah. and your own doctor about stuff that she talks about on the potty because she's here just to give general advice and information, yeah. not to tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing. Yes. Um, everyone has their own unique comorbidities, circumstances, things health like status. that, health yeah. status. And so your doctor is the best person to go to. So don't take everything Dr. Kat says on here for gospel, even though she's phenomenal. Cheers. So this evening we have um, Dr. Kat on the podcast. We're very excited because she's like yeah, our first professional person yeah. to come. Oh, oh, we had Nadge, but like Nadge That's wasn't talking about yeah. his no, profession. So um, we're very excited to have you. Yes. Um, Dr. Kat is a local GP in Strathfield, say. Um, she's very cool. So Super yeah, cool. full of lots of great knowledge that we can't wait to pick her brains today. Um, so Kat, can you tell us if you were a platter item, what would you be and why? See, I thought about this and then I went, maybe, maybe, maybe I will be blue cheese. And my husband said, why? Because he's stinky, (laughs) full of bacteria. And I said, can you, can you do one better? Well, we like blue, we love blue cheese. Mm. My children will eat it off the knife. So everybody loves it. It's an acquired taste though. But you know, eat it. I don't know. And your kids are young. From the age of two, blue cheese off the knife. So fair enough. I don't know. But his suggestion was that I would be a hedgehog slice. Oh. So why hedgehog slice, right? Mm. And he says, because, oh, the hedgehog slice with sprinkles on top. (laughs) Yes. Because you're sturdy, you're colorful and delicious. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I love that. And also... And I feel like a hedgehog slice with the sprinkles on a platter, it just like... It's a bit extra. Like, I'm just... Mm. Yeah, that's definitely you Kat because also you always dress very extra and like lots of bright colors and really fun you're very yes. you're like bring lots of fun so I think yeah. that's a great platter item very it well wakes special. people up come it and does. see you for something and they're like oh wow all right yeah it's good love that we love that okay um so Kat you have like an interest area um in women's health mm. yeah um can you tell us a bit about why that's a bit of an interest area for you I think it's because I have the equipment, you know? 
<laughs> fair enough. Like a lot That's of mm-hmm. a lot of girls will come to me and they go, I have an animal doctor, but I don't want him looking at my hoo-hars. And ah! I'm like, <laughs> my doctors can look at everything. And they're like, yeah. nah, I don't like it. So, you know, by default, I sort yeah. of fell into it. And then yes. I was like, I actually quite like it. So yeah. did the training for the, the IUD stuff. Yes. Yeah. We all do the implant on training. That's no biggie. But the mm. IUD stuff is more special. Yes. Right. And then some courses, some gynies and whatnot. And yeah. it's sort of, you, you sort of build that up. Yeah. Kind of on that. Um, yeah, topic. On that topic. So we were talking about how. Um, the pill. Yeah. Mm. There's condoms. But mm. obviously other methods of contraception. So you just like named a few. Yeah. Can you um, name even like some more or go yeah, into like, like a little bit kind of detail yeah. about what kind of stuff other methods? Is out there that like females would go to the doctor for. Right. So contraception wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, you got your pill. Mm-hmm. Your other pill you've got the implant you've got the depot you've got the marina so you've got the short actings and you've got the long actings okay and the long acting reversible as opposed to the long acting permanent which is removal of or clipping off or tying off stuff yes okay right. yeah so that we generally won't talk about that so much yeah the two pills we've got the one with the estrogen and the one without the estrogen yeah you're generally gonna have people on the one with the estrogen unless there's problem like you've got migraines and you have auras and you see funny stuff yeah. then you better not have estrogen yeah. yeah right or you breastfeeding then you better not have estrogen right? yeah generally so those are the two kinds of pills. You gotta take them at the same time every day. Pain, yep. pain in the butt. Yeah. So <laughs> then you go on to the long acting reversibles. Yeah. You've got the implant, which is under the skin, usually upper part of the arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's three years. Okay. You've got the depot, which is the injection. Yeah. And that's three months. I've never oh, heard yeah, of that. Yeah, really? No. Right. Well, three months. You know, you come in, I stick you with a needle every three months. It's not like great fun, but. Just, like, yeah, <laughs> it works. fair enough. Yeah, it, it works quite well for some people mm-hmm. because the, the the probability is that you're not going to have your period so much with the depot. Right. Okay, so it's right. quite good in people who've got like horrible, horrible, heavy, stupid yeah. periods. Yeah. Uh, or uh, people who are like intellectually disabled to the point where having periods and tampons and all it's that stuff much. is, is really yeah. hard to manage. And so yeah. If it works well for them, then the depot is quite good. Yeah. And there are some sort of pros and cons with all of these things, obviously. Yeah. Right. Then there's the Marina, which is the brand name for one of the IUDs. Mm-hmm. Marina has been around for like 20 years, uh, but there is a new one called Kylina. There's a copper one that has mm-hmm. no hormones. Anyway, the three of them, they all go in your uterus. Mm-hmm. Which and you just like, like shove it up there? Nice. Kind of. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It does involve lying on the bed. Yes. <laughs> and it does involve, you know, speculum thing, kind of pap smeary, hello cervix kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And you can do it. You can do it on people who've never had a baby. You can do it on people who've never had a pap smear, you know, it's fine. Yeah. You can get it in there as long as you tell people what to be ready for. Yeah. Which is not very comfortable going in. Yeah. And then it yeah. lasts for five years. So it's wow. really worth it. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's mm. So I think in, in say European countries, like the Italians and whatnot, they, they seem to use it more in their 17, 18 year olds, right? In okay. Australia, you get most people who say pill and implant on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But actually find really good results, especially if you have very heavy, very painful periods. Mm. Mm. Then, then I would say if you have, I mean, the cost is the other thing. If you have mm. the upfront cost, you can go whatever it is, like a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And that will last you for five years, hopefully. Right. That's pretty cool because yeah. it is expensive to keep like, like renewing yeah, stuff. If you're adding up as well the yeah. cost of the pill, <coughs> it could well equal mm. 
good. What? Yeah. Even like going to the doctor to get your prescription renewed or like going yeah. to get the inject, like the, to yeah. say depot, like again and again and again, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never even thought about that. Right. So Interesting. You want to calculate if you can do that, right? Mm. And and obviously then I like to spruik my cloth nappy, cloth nappy, sorry, cloth pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Them. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. silicone cups and things yeah. like that. Yeah. The reusable stuff, much better. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. So many things that we've already um, been finding out. Um, so you, obviously, by the way, which we'll talk about at the start, but um, like nothing Dr. Kat says, like go and do. Make sure you talk to your own doctor about. <laughs> yes, please. But it is, um, yeah. but it is very um, cool to like know what's out there. And, and the options. Start yeah. conversations. Yeah. Um, so you talked about how there's um, different side effects or things that, kind of like can't go together Mm. do people go on like a pill or any of these things other than for contraception reasons or yeah yeah like what kind of reasons would people choose to be on these things there are a few you've got the quintessential sort of my period is all over the place or very heavy or what have you so it's menstrual management that's a really good one Mm -hmm. and with the pill you tend to be able to plan your cycles a bit more you can skip them or you know when they're coming. Yes. Right. I found that um, useful when I was a young athlete because I did yeah. swimming and gymnastics yeah, and it's just like an inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> so I um, actually went on quite early mm. to the pill because then I could um, skip it when I had competitions and things. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want your pads hanging out. No. <laughs> Not a good look. Definitely no. No. Mm-hmm. no. I remember that from my days as a gymnast. Cat <laughs> yeah. is actually a gymnast too, which is very cool. Yes. Currently too. And I very much stand by my silicone cups. <laughs> on top of the leotard it's a lot easier than when i had yeah. to just wear wow. leotard. Yeah. right so you can hide stuff anyway uh, <laughs> wow. coming back to it so the menstrual management there that's a good one yeah and the other one people will say is for skin okay so yes. especially hormonal acne okay so people who get really bad breakouts just before their period you know and then they have all these volcanoes and whatnot certain mm-hmm. types of acne will actually respond really well to being given the pill yeah. And it's a combination of sort of ironing out the hormone level up and down, but also certain, certain um, what do you call it, progestogens actually work really well as well. Yeah. So there's acne. And the third sort of thing, yeah, uh, no, not really, actually. Uh, that's about it, really. Is there like people that get really heavy or painful periods? Is that... A reason? So part of the menstrual management. Oh, yeah, yeah, menstrual management. Yeah. Oh, no, there is a third one. That is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So very severe PMS. Wow. So if you have people who, and it's not terribly common, but people who like coming up to their period are actually really depressed or they like want to kill their husbands regularly. Oh, wow. Like they're very severely affected. Okay. And and you can, in that instance, sometimes use the pill to good effect. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's really bad for some people. Yeah, it would be. Uh-huh. I feel like, um, yeah, that's. I think Lizzie and I like both don't get mm. awfully bad periods. No, I like, yeah. very heavy and like and they stuff. don't really last like that long. Mine went heavy, missing for like... several years. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. But um, but like yeah. So we, I feel like from our point of view, we're like, oh, we hear about all these things, but like they don't really. Mm, we don't really know how bad yeah. it is for some people. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think I would know if I weren't at the receiving end of the complaints. Yes. Because mine don't bother me really. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there are there are certain problems out there that, you know, the pill has been really good for. Yeah. Or for any other hormonal management really has been good for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, that's fascinating. So there's a little bit like, have you ever, I know like there's 
on Instagram or like whatever, yep. social media, there's a bit of a stigma around the pill now. Yeah. Um, do you ever get people come to you like on the pill or, mm. you know, wanting to go on some sort of form of contraception that are like, oh, I can't go on the pill. Like, what are you Yeah, like, I feel like thing? we feel like there's been a push away yeah. in young people or like maybe it's just, um, the people that we hang around with love their women's health stuff, but yeah. there's like, but like they a push away, yeah, and they might not know like you know much about the pill anyway, sort of thing, and it's just stemming from something they've read. Yeah, like stigma. Mm. Is yeah. that something that you've been finding? Mm. Not, not a lot. I have okay. some. I have some. Mm, I have some sort of parents who are like, "Oh, my daughter shouldn't go on the pill," or she's and and often those beliefs are very hard because they're not even mm. they don't know why they object yeah. to it and they just sort of don't want the kid to be on the pill and something vague about pill equals sex. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which um, you know, I try and step on very hard because mm. if someone has horrible periods and they can't go to school, yeah, like a few days every month, you're yeah. gonna miss out on a heap of school. Yeah, and it is not especially worth when it. you get up in the higher. Like, right. Yeah, it is right. just not worth it. You just cannot do that mm. and then you can't what are you gonna do you're gonna go to work and you miss two days every month you can't do that no. so then i say to the parents you gotta be realistic here hmm? and a lot of young girls are quite open to me saying these are your options yada da 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 mm-hmm. um not so many saying they don't want to be on the pill although i do think if that happened is not a bad thing mm-hmm. because i i think the implants and the marinas of the world yeah. are actually really effective and really quite mm. useful yeah so i wouldn't be against that Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you find there's a lot of side effects from the pill itself? There are a lot of things that people aren't told about going on the pill. Yeah. Like I said about the migraines with auras, you know? Mm-hmm. Like half the people on the pill do not know that mm. yeah and they will say to me no one's ever said that to me and i'm like yeah you've got to know that mm-hmm. it's not completely benign mm-hmm. it's an increased risk because of the estrogen increased risk of migraines increased risk of stroke increased risk of blood clots in the legs that go to the lungs with so dvts and pe's mm-hmm. and you can get people who just never have any of these problems obviously yes mm-hmm. but then you have the people who do yeah yeah and those are the people for whom you turn around and say well why didn't anybody tell you this mm. yeah mm. so mm. there are certainly side effects yeah are they them? more so if they have say comorbidities <coughs> thing as well like obviously increased chance oh yeah yeah what is uh, like you always have to get your blood pressure checked when you get your pill script because mm-hmm. if your blood pressure's gone up or gone up while on the pill then it, it contributes maybe you're going to have a higher stroke risk. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Yep. If you got older, mm. as, as time tends to do to people, if you get older. <laughs> you I actually get younger. Then your stroke risk goes up, you know, mm. slowly as you get older. Yes. Yep. If you've gone and picked up smoking, if, if yep. you've gotten really overweight, yeah. if you don't move much, if you fly a lot. So these all contribute, they, they yeah. sort of feed in. Yeah. So, you know, it is quite important to see people once a year for their pill script to make sure none of these things. Yeah. And to say to them, maybe you want to think about how it's going and whether it still suits you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I guess, like, if your doctor isn't sparking that conversation, then that's something that you can, like, bring up with people? Yeah. Do people tend to talk about it with you or you are pretty all over it? Oh, I'm on it. Ah, I know you would be all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets past like, cat. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, that's cool. Um, so we had another little question that we were both um, very interested to hear about. Mm. So um, let's say um, like a Bendigo female um, fell pregnant when yeah. she... Or even one of us because we don't even know this. Yeah, I don't even know what I'll do. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. If she fell pregnant um, mm-hmm. like unplanned or um, wasn't the right time or was just yeah. out of the blue, um, what, what could she do? Yep. Well... I guess the first thing is to consider that the person has to find out that they are pregnant first, mm-hmm. right? So take a pregnancy test if you feel pregnant mm-hmm. or if your period is late or this is something not quite right. Mm-hmm. right. You take a pregnancy test. If it's positive, make an appointment, see your doctor, right? And what your doctor might do then is obviously confirming dates and things like that. Yes. If you are on a pill and you get pregnant on the pill, it might be a good idea to stop the pill. Uh, there's a lot of estrogen floating around when you get pregnant, and there's mm-hmm. more in the mm-hmm. pill as well. So, mm. and anyway, if you're pregnant, you don't need the pill. So, but yes, so, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes. So you talk to your doctor, and basically, then your options. I mean, number one is keep the baby, carry on with the pregnancy, do the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Number two is don't keep the baby, don't carry on with the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Basically, those are your options. Two options, right? Yeah. And if you have a good doctor who doesn't sort of give you judgy sort of looks and things then that's a good start. Great doctor. That is a great doctor. Right? Because, you know, you I know feel, you. yeah, and it's such like a vulnerable, like mm. you'd feel very vulnerable and whatever. So, yeah. And you know you best, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what you're going to do, you go and talk to them. Sometimes they can help you. In Bendigo, we have a really good service, which is the Lodon Mali Women's Health. I think that's what it's called. It's over in town. And they've got women's health nurses there who do like pap smears and things. Mm-hmm. But they also counsel. Mm-hmm. And when I say right. counsel, they'll sit down with you and say, all right, you don't know what to do. Let's talk about it. Let's think about it. There is no judgment. We're just going to have a feel out of the options. Mm-hmm. And so she will tell you, okay, you want to go for it, public, private, whatever. Here you go. Obstetrician, blood test, ultrasounds, the works. Great. Yeah. You don't want to go on with it, fine. You will need blood tests and ultrasound because yeah. termination, right? You've got two pathways of termination. You've got medical, you're a surgical. Okay. So medical means you get a prescription, you get a medicine that basically induces a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surgical means you go see the surgeons and get introduced to the operating table. Right. So wow. I didn't know I didn't even know about that one. <laughs> And they have their limitations. Yes. Mostly the medical one, you can do up to nine weeks. Okay. And that is maximum length of time. Yeah. Okay. If you're beyond nine weeks, when you found out, you found out late, whatever it is, then you have to go see the surgeons because, um, yeah, it, it, the medicine will not work then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so um, by the time you, like, if you were to get into the women's health clinic, in, like the Lotta Mallee Women's Health Clinic, and you, like, would you get in pretty quick? Like, because you said you've got nine weeks, really. So if you, like, don't work it out for, like, three weeks or something, then you're kind of, like, mm, getting there. Yeah. So do you get in pretty quick? Or is there, like, a wait list? Or I, I would hope that they could see you soon. Like, my, yeah. personally, my wait list is something like two or three weeks at this point, which yeah. is, you know, cutting it close. Yeah, that is. So but I, I often find referrals from the lot of Mali Women's Health, and they're quite on time. Like, yeah. So Great. I think she's got lots of appointments. Awesome. Yeah. Which is very good. And, and she has ideas she knows the doctors in town who prescribe the medicine for termination yes. mm-hmm. and i'm one of them there aren't like not everybody can do it you have to have mm-hmm. done a course thing yeah, yeah training yeah and she knows certain doctors so she'll say you know here are your options and if you want you go see this doctor you go see that doctor mm-hmm. great yeah so she can do all that planning and everything with you amazing which is great no judgment zone no judgment yeah. zone exactly. we love that yeah because yeah, honestly 
You can do without that stuff. Yes. Yes, definitely. We can do without judgment. I will Thanks. suffice without judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Love that without judgment. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm distracted from the conversation. So <laughs> you have uh, up to nine weeks you can have the medical one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you said um, – and you have to go to a doctor that has the special training yeah. to that. Yeah. Okay. And then – The surgical. The surgical option. The surgical option means you need a referral to the gynees, really. Yeah, okay. Ops and Guyanese people yeah. and the operating theatre, they admit you under whatever sedation or something and just they surgically remove whatever's inside the uterus. Sure. Right. Mm. Wow. And then uh, there you go. And so that um, the medical option was nine weeks. Mm. What's the Yeah, surgical... how late can you go? Uh, later. Yeah. And I don't know that there is an upper cap uh, in okay. terms of like physically able to yeah. do it because sometimes people find out late at like 20 something weeks that the baby is not viable that they don't have like important organs or something mm-hmm. sure and then that's sometimes when that needs to happen yes so that can actually be done fairly late if okay. necessary yes yeah. but you have to talk to the gynees about that yeah yeah okay i didn't even think of that as like um being an option yeah babies that weren't um weren't viable or you yeah. found out that um you weren't yeah, that sort of thing. I didn't think mm. about that. It's pretty tragic, really. It's very sad. Yeah, yeah, that's very sad. Yeah. Well, hopefully people don't have to go No things like yes. that. <laughs> well, this is why they've got, like, the genetic testing mm. and the early ultrasounds. Mm. You've got, the, you know, the dating ultrasound. Mm. You've got the 12-week ultrasound. And then yep. 12 weeks you can kind of see, oh, yeah, yeah, mostly mm-hmm. things are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So for, like, reasons why people would choose um, either the medical or surgical options, mm. do they sort of include, like um, – Obviously, like, being young, not wanting to keep their baby because of financial reasons or... Mm, yeah, like, what kind like of reasons? The, yeah, do the reasons sort of vary amongst... I mean, you'd get lots of re- You'd have, as you said, too young, not in a steady relationship, mm-hmm. accidentally, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Go yeah. have sex with people. Just, you know... I. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. <laughs> Try and be sensible and be yes. safe. But then horrible things happen. Yeah. Yeah. You get yeah. the assaults. Yeah. You get mm-hmm. the sort of condoms breaking, mm-hmm. things like this. Mm-hmm. Then that obviously you're too young, you're not ready. Okay, that's that category there, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you've got the I'm married and have five children and I can't afford another one. Like, you yes. know, that's also a practical thing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And then there are shades in between of I had an affair and I regret it. And, I, you know, I mean, anything yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Anything. Are there rules around what's a good enough reason and not a good enough reason or not really? That one's state-based. Okay. Ah. In Victoria, oh. yeah, in Victoria, there are different rules. In Western Australia, different rules, etc. Wow. wow. Why is that? Just because they're Cause Australia. Because <laughs> Australia. One country, so all different. Wow. America's got 50 states and yeah, I think wow. they all have different oh, rules. What? So That's insane. Some of them, they can't do it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. And some of them, you like, you have to have like certain certain things Criteria. and very, very yeah. yeah. You sure. have them assessed by. I think in Western Australia, you need two doctors to assess the person to make sure this is like a valid reason. <gasps> and if you think mm. about it, you got nine weeks, and you may have found out at four. Yeah. Like this is not a lot of time. I trust so. Dr. Cat <laughs> to look at me. <laughs> Am I a valid person? Yes. And so it's 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 quite different depending where you are. Sure. Mm. So um, the rules here is it. Fairly strict, not really. Not as, no. Okay. So you don't need two doctors. Mm-hmm. You have one doctor with, with as you said, the training Extra for the training. medical thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if 
our training and the counseling and the medical termination thing, if we assess that this is acceptable, reasonable, you know, then yeah, okay, that's between you and the patient, go for it. Mm. Okay. Right. And how does religion fit into this sort of thing? As in... Beliefs, yeah. yeah. Or even like um, traditions, I I guess you'd Mm. call them? Cultural stuff. Yeah. Cultural things, Yeah. yeah. Well... You'd have some doctors who would not prescribe termination, right? Mm -hmm. There would be some doctors who wouldn't prescribe the pill probably. Everybody, different shades. Mm -hmm. The rule around termination, as far as I remember, is that if you are not going to refer someone for a termination, you got to tell them where they can go for that. Yeah. So if friend down the corridor is staunch Catholic, for example, you know, really, really not, cannot give you whatever, whatever, she has to tell them, well, you better go see Dr. Cat Mm -hmm. because she'll do it. Mm -hmm. Dr. Cat's an Anglican. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, my personal stance on this, like I say, I'm Anglican, you know, mm-hmm. I don't go around, you don't go around throwing babies out with the bathwater for fun. No. But at the same time, if you cannot give your child food, love, care, yeah. I feel it's very unfair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There, there are far too many sort of sad, abandoned mm-hmm. yeah. people. You definitely. don't need that. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. This is... Uh, let's this is like a bit unrelated but mm-hmm. like and you might not know the answer but what's the effect of like let's say you like don't realize that you're pregnant for mm. 9 10 11 whatever weeks mm. and then you find out you are and you keep the baby and there's the effects of like um smoking drinking um illicit substances and things like that what are like your chances of something happening like that early into the picture is that I don't know if that's too well detailed or for example, there is the thing called fetal alcohol syndrome, yeah, mm-hmm. the yeah. FAS. So fetal alcohol syndrome, you get babies with certain facial features and their like IQ is affected. And is that from their mother drinking while yeah. pregnant? While pregnant, yeah. yes. Right, and this the thing with fetal alcohol syndrome is it's kind of dose related. You have to mm-hmm. drink like quite a lot. Okay. Right. So if you're drinking a couple of beers every Saturday night when you're pregnant, you probably not the worst case okay yeah. if you are on the bottle every single night eh, it's a bit more let's Different let's situation. have a closer look at your baby here mm-hmm. uh, and this is where having that history is good you do the ultrasounds and then you get the gynees in early and you mm-hmm. go well yeah. here please monitor the child yeah okay <laughs> do yeah. some blood tests do some whatever yeah and same goes with illicit substance stuff uh, it's a bit. It's a bit. Sometimes you don't know till the baby's out. I guess that's a bit unknown effects as well because we don't really, mm, really know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. If yeah. you're talking about morphine, this is this is interesting. A morphine oh. antidepressants and certain antidepressants at certain doses. Yeah. Uh, you can look out for a withdrawal in the baby when the baby is delivered. Mm. Oh. Right. So if you had somebody who was on like. Well, they've been sharing your blood morphine. and stuff. So. Yeah, <laughs> they've been on morphine for however long. Wow, and then yeah. they come out and they haven't got any. And depending on the dose that they've been getting, they could yes. suffer a bit with that. Oh, How would right. they sort of test? Do they test for that? Or like, do How do they, they know the baby's a drug? Yeah, like, <laughs> Does it cry? Obviously, you'd like, yeah. take care of like, the mother's history and everything. Yes. So... Yes. So then you have like everybody on standby when the baby's delivered. You got the peds right. red, you got the pediatrician, you got it. We're gonna measure the temperature, we're gonna oh see gosh. if you're blue, we're gonna see if you're cry, we're gonna oh. see if you're jittery. Wow. If you're jittery, oh. you're having That'd withdrawals. Be yeah. Yes, I was a peds <gasps> res once. Oh my god. Wow. Mm. Oh, it was a good story. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, wow. Sure. So you can look out for these things as long as you know what the history yes. is. Yes. Yeah. And they're yeah, they tell you something. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess like um, one of the big things that I would imagine people would have after um, like a medical or surgical termination would be like mental health mm. side of things. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Is that something that you see a lot as well? Yes, and I try and preempt that so I don't Great. see too much of it, hopefully. There yes. is a really good website, a resource called Sands, Sands like the Sands on the Beach, yeah. mm-hmm. and it deals with miscarriage, stillbirth, child's That's death, mm. termination, yeah. like all the grief questions, all the th- the horrible thoughts, everything. Mm. Great. So that's a yeah. really good resource for people who've undergone that sort of thing and struggle with it. And know, like, they're not alone in that kind of situation. Yeah. 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 Because miscarriage is so common and, yeah. like, no one talks about it. Yes. Yes. And you see people who have miscarriage and they kind of feel like they're the only ones who've ever had an yeah. early miscarriage. You go, no, it happens a lot. It's just, yeah. I can't tell you who, but you know a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's just, it's very important, I think, that people realise this can be really quite affecting. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In town, we have a service run by St. John of God. It's mm-hmm. called Raphael Center. Mm-hmm. And they deal with people who've, who are pregnant, people who've had a baby, yeah. and their partners as well. Yeah. Right. So if you oh, have so, someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They can the wow. therapy together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. And so everything and anything to do with pregnancy baby stuff, yes. you can go and see them if you're struggling. Yes. That's good. That is a- I feel like I can't believe, um, like, GPs, See, like, like you wouldn't necessarily have the capacity in your 10, 15-minute consults to deal with all of these emotions and things like that. So you like, often referring off to, like, your psychs and your other services and things like that? Yep. Yeah. We'll have to. Yeah. Or yeah, we'll say come back again uh, sometime. Yeah. But that can be, you know, it's good to know who's around. Yes, definitely. And it's like, I didn't know about these services either. Neither did I. <laughs> well, you wouldn't unless you had some... Were in that yeah, yeah. situation, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like it is important to know, like, yeah. in Where to go. advance. Not that mm. hopefully this doesn't happen to either <laughs> no, of us. No. But, like, it is, ni- it is nice to know in advance because, yeah, you yeah. don't want to be, like, in that situation and be like, I actually have no idea what to do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's nice to have, like, in the back of your brain, oh, remember that time Dr. Katz said this? There are such things. That's yes. Fair. Wow, that's really fascinating. Um, so I guess like um, you kind of talked about at the start about um, not all doctors being specially trained in like these women's health mm. areas. Do you think that like doctors find it weird <laughs> to like look at or all like your parts orcs. and or all like, of these do, things? Do, do you feel like the awkward vibes from people? So many awkward vibes. <laughs> many awkward you know vibes. what I hear? What I hear like every day. Like, I do so yeah. many pap smears, right? Yeah. They're called cervical screenings now. I do so many cervical screening yeah. tests. And what I hear the most is like, I'm sorry, I didn't wax my legs. Ah! <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm looking at much more important things than your legs. I think they'll be fine. So I think people are much more self-conscious about this. Yes. Uh, No, it's not awkward as such because people say, well, I've got a lump on my labia. And then immediately I'm like, okay, what should a labia look like? And it's quite textbook. Yeah. Mm. You sort of go, right, I'm expecting this and this. Yes. And if I look at it and I see something else and I'm like, oh, right. I know what that is too. 
I have to click my brain into going, yes, I recognize that. Yep. And it's very, very sort of dry when it comes down to that because I'm just going, yes, yes, images in the textbook and words from my yeah. training. Yeah. Just like looking at like a knee or an elbow. It's not really any <laughs> It's different. just another body part. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So it's, it's really... And this is why I get a bit... You know, when people say, I don't want my male doctor to look at my bits. I'm like, I... I <laughs> They you know really what? Care. They should look and yes, <laughs> it shouldn't be a problem. But I know somehow it is. Yeah. You know how many testicles I've seen. Like, you know, <laughs> boys don't have this problem. I don't know. Oh, so you find like the boys are just like guys don't care. They just drop their pants. The girls are like all good vibes. More so, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I'm That's, not a yeah, boy. I don't know whether like the boys who come to me are unusual. <laughs> I don't know whether like there are new patients booking into the male GP to say, oh, well, I, I only came to you because my normal doctor doesn't have the testicles and all. The equipment. <laughs> yeah. As I might say. I am not sure whether this is, yeah. Yeah. So cervical screening on that. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us mm. how, because I think it's changed. Over yeah, the it has like, changed. Like the timing or like when you should initially get mm. a um, screening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it used to be 18 yes. or two years after you first had sex. Yes. Whichever one was later. Later? Later. Mm-hmm. Later. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think. Anyway, that's the old stuff. Out, out it goes. Forget it now. See, things go out of my brain when they're not relevant that's anymore. That's fine. Uh, the cervical screening test is different because instead of putting it on a slide mm-hmm. to yep. make a pap smear, named after Dr. Papa Nicolo who made it. So instead of a pap that's smear, a shout out. You now put it in a liquid and you don't make it into a slide. Oh, so you put it in a liquid, put the lid on and send it to the lab. Oh, and in the lab, yeah. they take this liquid, has got all these lovely little cells floating in it, and they yes. put it in the PCR. So PCR, polymerase chain reaction. Yeah, if you did year 12 biology, get around PCR. There you go, call out to your biology. I'll call out to all my students. <laughs> <laughs> all the ones who tutored, they should know All of them, they should know. That's right. PCR, come on. <laughs> so PCR, off it goes. And PCR can, can um, amplify. Yeah. Right? So it amplifies whatever markers you look for. Yeah. So in your CST, in your cervical screening test, what they're looking for is HPV, which is your human papilloma virus, which yes. is your wart virus. And we got those injections in like high school. Yeah. Correct. So your Gardasil, Gardasil 9, those things, they cover the various strains. Right. HPV is a very large family, right? And mm. so you've got warts that live on elephants' bums. You've got warts that live on women's vaginas. You've got warts that live... Blah, blah, blah. Everywhere. And they are Everywhere. quite specific as to where they want to live. Okay. Sure. So this is why we look for HPV 16, HPV 18. Mm-hmm. These are the two that we know can cause cervical cancer if they are around your cervix. Okay. Oh, okay. And then there's the HPV not 16, not 18, but among the other ones that could cause problems. Another number. Right. So they're just called non-16, 18. Non-16. <laughs> just Google something there. Right. So when you have your result, it'll have a thing of... Do you have 16? Do you have 18? Do you have the non-16 18? <laughs> and that's how they, they sort of do it wow. now, right? right. And so that's this cool. is why you've gone from two years to five. Because it's oh. more oh, accurate. Oh, so you can get retwisted yes. every five. Right. It's more accurate. So it's five years cool. between if you have a negative that's test. So you get it when you're 25. Is that right now? You start when you're 25. And then 30, if, 35. It, assuming you're negative in between. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. A okay. normal routine sort of screening would be every five years till you're 75. Wow, 75? Yes. Yeah, go yeah. It used to be 70. Now it's 75. There you go. As for when to start, yes, it's 25. Okay. 25. What if, you've, okay. what if you've never had sex with anybody and never had anything touch your cervix? And 
this is the argument, and、mm. I've had it discussion with the local Guyanese.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the answer is you probably still want to start at twenty five because HPV is on lots of things. Yes,、mm-hmm. and if you have tampons, if you have sex toys, if you have. I don't know fingers because sex is not always just penises.、Mm-hmm. Uh, then maybe something can touch your cervix,、yeah. and it's、mm-hmm. probably safer to screen for it. Yeah.、Mm. So twenty five. Twenty five. What if the result um comes back negative? Like, there's obviously different sort of severity of or oh yeah yeah. So what they do is so with the liquid stuff and they PCR it right.、Mm-hmm. If it comes back, you have sixteen or eighteen or non sixteen eighteen. Right.、Yes. If any of them are detected, they take the liquid, they stick it on a slide, they look、yes. under the microscope. Yes. So they go back to doing that. Yeah. What they can then see is whether the cells in the sample look like aliens or not. Basically, oh yeah. Fair enough. Right. And if they look like aliens, then it's grade one, grade two, grade three, grade four aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So that's where your grades come in. Yeah. And so you then have a, a recommendation to say, well, do your CST again in. Twelve months,、mm-hmm. yeah, or send them straight to the gynae, yeah,、mm-hmm. you know yeah. that sort of thing, yeah, yeah. Well, fascinating. <laughs> I love learning about this because I'm like, I just I feel so prepared and ready for adult. I feel、life. adult. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh goodness! <laughs> yeah, literally, wow, you you just know so many things. I think it's um pretty awesome. Yes.、Mm-hmm. Do you have any other questions, Lizzie? Um, I think you've answered、yeah. most of mine. Got a lot of stuff up here. You have a lot of things in your brain. <laughs> yeah, so many things.、Mm. Um, do you have any like final like words of wisdom things? So people like um, I don't know. I feel like just what like things would you want to say to like girls like us? Yeah. In regards to all women's health、mm. kind of things, is there things that you wish that like you just want to shake our heads、As、and be like, why can't you just know this? <laughs> just yeah. This in your brain. <laughs> oh, there are a few things. No, no. There's a bit <laughs> less going on in our <laughs> brains than in your brain. Yes, <laughs> I think. I'll tell you something. I、okay. see a lot of young girls. Yeah,、and、when I say young girls, because I'm old now, like everybody under the age of thirty-five is young. <laughs> right. I see a lot、You're、of、so、young, young girls, and I'm like, right. So tell me about it, and they tell me stuff, and it's you know sometimes really good, and they have a lot of knowledge, and they know what they want, and、yes. it's、yeah. all all excellent. Then there are some really. Some really bad things <laughs>、mm-hmm. that I would like to tell people, especially if you are young,、mm-hmm. like if you are a young man、mm-hmm. or a young person with a penis.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> if someone is drunk and you are taking them home, do not have sex with them.、Mm-hmm. Just don't. Just don't do it. <laughs> Just don't. Okay, because、yeah. I have far too many young people with vaginas who are like,、um, I need like. Contraception and pregnancy tests because this happened and、yeah. I'm like, dude, why? Why would you do that, right? Yeah.、Okay. So so don't because people can go out and have a good time and you're allowed to go out and you're allowed to have fun and and you shouldn't have to worry about waking up and not knowing what's going on, yeah. right? Yeah. So just don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Hot tip. Hot tip. Yeah. Yeah. Young players. Hot tip. Yeah. Players in 2021. Yeah, actually. The other thing about young people having sex, right? You can go have sex; it's fine and be safe. Okay,、uh, good. But have a chlamydia test like every year. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. another. Oh yeah,、question. every year. Every year. So because I see the girls, I can test girls like、mm-hmm. who come to see to me.、Yes. But a lot of the boys I will never see,、yeah. right? Because y'all don't need like cervical screenings. <laughs> oh, they're like, oh, that wouldn't happen to me, yeah, well, because、yeah. I'm a boy. Oh my lord, where's all the chlamydia coming from? <laughs> Couldn't be me.、Oh, Couldn't be from me. Oh, 
So everybody, oh, yeah, if you've had sex, doesn't matter how long ago, mm-hmm. you can go and pee in a jar in your GP. Oh, so it's just to pee. Mm-hmm. Just to pee in a special jar. Pee in a jar. And it used to be pee first thing in the morning. It doesn't have to be now as long as it's first bit of pee that comes out Yeah, they out of like you. the first bit. Yeah. yeah. So not the midstream, the middle bit. Right. Uh, okay. It's the first bit. So that is uh, easy. And you should do that every year yeah. until you turn 30. Because yeah. we all know that 31-year-olds are very reliable. <laughs> and never happen again. <laughs> I don't know. No. Yeah, that's, it's very easy. Mm. Um, but yeah, and so, so it's every year. But like, what if you have like different sexual partners in between? Mm. Ah, good question. Should you be doing it like... More regularly? More regularly. Right. So my friends in the polyamorous community... Mm-hmm. We'll get a full STD check every three months or so. Okay, sure. And depending on sort of your setup and how it goes, you may have to pay for some of that, mm-hmm. but uh, depends. Yeah, okay. Uh, three months is safe. You know why? Because if you have sex with some rando and they have got <laughs> chlamydia, <laughs> and they may, not, may or may not have chlamydia, who knows, mm-hmm. and you want to get tested for it mm-hmm. ASAP because you're worried, that yeah, is fair, fair but you've got to take into account that chlamydia takes like 7 to 14 days to show up on the test. Oh, yeah, right. okay. So if you get it, like, the next day, well, then it you're going to miss it, but not, you still yeah. got it. And you wouldn't mm. know and you'd think you're fine. Like, like coronavirus! <laughs> you get a test, you walk out, you catch Rona. Oh, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I, I got a test. I don't have corona. Fine. <laughs> fine, guys. Like yeah. viruses, so very sneaky viruses. Yeah. Right? Cheeky, cheeky. So chlamydia is like that. And, um, HIV is worse. It's like three months. Ugh. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because it lays like dormant for a bit, doesn't mm. it? We learn about HIV also near to our biology. Wow. There you go. Mm. We learn all the things. We do. Two <laughs> things. <laughs> Real life. Oh, well, at least you remember them. They're useful too. Pieces. Okay, that's very um, useful advice to know. Yes. Mm. That is very wow. Nice. You have so much wisdom. I'm just I like in awe right now. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing, sharing your knowledge. Like, <laughs> play like a tiniest like, grain of her knowledge. Um, and we would definitely love to have you on um, later yeah, down the track. Yeah, Call the doc yeah. times two. Yeah. Send in your questions. Hey. Yeah. yeah. People, <gasps> that'd be a great idea. If people have questions, um, please like um, DM us after Slide you listen DMs, to this yes. podcast. <laughs> Um, and we will definitely chat to Dr. Kat again because she's great. She's very open. She's hilarious. Dress is cute. <laughs> um, and we love her. So we love her. thank Aww. you so much. Thanks. Thanks for having me. That's